This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 19 of the Animaniacast. Hey, mister, are you about to drag our brother off to a bleak nether realm of despair where the future is nothing but an endless sea of anguish and horrible misery? Yeah. We want to go, too! And welcome to the Animaniacast. We are a podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs. Each and every week we rewatch an episode and we discuss the cultural references and gags. We share our memories of first watching the episode. And in the end, we give each and every episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co-hosts, Nathan. Testing one, two... One, two. We're good. We're good. Okay. And Kelly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and today we are talking about uh, an episode. This is, it, I would say, is it's a very funny episode. Yes. For the most part, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's Meatballs or Consequences and also a moving experience. Nathan, when was this episode first premiered? Okay, Joey, this episode premiered on October 7th of 1993. Oh, very cool. That's correct. (laughs) Excellent. Well, uh, let's see. What do you guys think about this episode? Uh, Meatballs or consequences in a moving experience? Nathan, let's start with you. I'll take the meatballs. You'll take the meatballs. Meatballs are consequences. Okay. And Kelly, what about you? I love it. You love it. (laughs) All right. Well, like we said, we had, we have two segments in here. Um, one of which I think is a really, really fun, exciting segment. And the other one, I could kind of take it or leave it. You know, it was, it was not bad. Mm -hmm. We'll get more into that in a little bit. We'll tell you which one's which in a little bit. I think people can (laughs) guess. Okay, so before we talk about segment one, there is the the variant verse for this episode is "Where's Lon Chaney?" Where's Lon Chaney? And uh, and it's Wacko as the Hunchback of Notre Dame mm-hmm. asking, "Where's Lon Chaney?" Uh, did you I, did you get that reference, Nathan? No. Before, so I was like, I don't know where he is because I don't know who he is. <laughs> first of all, did you have any idea who Lon Chaney was, Kelly? Before this yes. episode. Good. At least, at least somebody does. So, this, the Hunchback of Notre Dame was originally played by Lon Chaney in 1923. Um, do you, do you have, Kelly, I'm going to quiz you right now. Can you name me one other famous Lon Chaney character that he played? Ooh. I want to say, she's I looking want, it up. I want to say Phantom of the Opera. Yes, that's the oh, one okay. I was thinking too. So, Phantom of the Opera, yeah, he he was kind of the man of a thousand faces, was what his, he was called. There's, I've seen some uh, biographies on him, and uh, just on the Biography Channel. Is that even a channel anymore, the Biography Channel? Uh, anyway, I don't think so. I think you're making things up again. <laughs> it was a channel. It's called Bio. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, but I saw the thing. He had like a makeup kit, and he could like open it up and make himself look like anything. So, kind of like the original special effects artist. Clayface. Sort of, yeah, kind of like Clayface <laughs> and Batman. 
There we go. Now yeah. you're speaking my there language. There we go. Yes. It, unfortunately, yeah. But unlike Clayface, he didn't fall into like a vat of chemicals or oh. no, or his makeup didn't change him into yeah, well, a something. guy. <laughs> yes. Think of like him as the human Clayface that wasn't clay. Does that make sense to you now, Nathan? Yeah. Okay, so. good. So there you go. So that is Lon Chaney. Uh, so that's why Wacko is dressed up like the hunchback right there. There we go. Let's move on to segment one. Hello, listener. This is Jess Harnell, the voice of Wacko and Animaniacs, and you're listening to Animania Cast, which is the best thing you could possibly listen to, especially if you're not wearing pants. I'd love to go on talking to you, but I can't because I've got a potty emergency. See you later. Okay, the first segment is called Meatballs or Consequences. It was written by John McCann and directed by Greg Reyna. Kelly, what can you tell us about this cartoon? What happens in Meatballs or Consequences? Well, uh, Yakko, I'm sorry, Wacko is in a Swedish meatball eating contest, which immediately made me remember my trip to Ikea last week because they've got the best <laughs> meatballs. But um, he, uh, he's in a, in a Swedish meatball eating contest, and he says, oh, if I eat one more meatball, I'm going to die. And death is actually there and lurking in the corner and says, yeah, you actually will. So <laughs> he eats the meatball, and death appears and says, I'm going to you know, take you away. You're dead now. You're kaput. And Yakko and Dot say, no, no, we want to be together. Don't don't separate us. We love each other. And then they, they begin to annoy him endlessly. And uh, they make babies appear out of nowhere. And then he turns them into <laughs> dust. And then, and then they say one of my favorite phrases ever. Yes. House Spielbergian. Yes. Now, <laughs> before we go any further... Well, is that Spielbergian? It was glowing, and so, and I, is that I, why it was Spielbergian? I, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean, I, it's like the, it's the special effects. Yeah, so the special effects make it Spielbergian, right? Visual flash of light. He's had yeah. sand in movies, so, so there we go. So a, hash, a hashtag was born. How Spielbergian? And um, so then they they go and. Um, Death says that, that if they play a game against him and win, then they can all stay together. And if they lose, then uh, he's going to take Wacko. And so they play a game of checkers and cheat. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they, he says, well, since you won, you can stay together. But here, wah ha ha. <laughs> and then they continue to annoy him and call him Dadu, and <laughs> uh, it's it's funny. It's it's I, it's one of my favorites because there's also another Spielberg reference at the very end of the episode. So two Spielberg references, one cartoon. I love. <laughs> Very cool. In fact, I would, you know what? I even would say there's almost three Spielberg references in this particular one because at the beginning of the episode, when they're, I think they're in Sweden land. Is that <laughs> what the, the thing is? It was almost like it was a fair, but, yeah. um, I think it was like Sweden land, like Disneyland or something like that. And everyone's dressed up in, in their, in their little Swedish or Renaissance kind of outfits for some reason but anyway the spielberg reference that kind of got to me was the eating the meatballs in the first place reminded me of marion and uh, in that drinking contest 
mm. in in yeah. Nepal. And I again, I know there's other kind of references to the eating contests that like, you know, you do this, then yeah, I, I can't that. eat another bite. Kind yeah, of exactly. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> but, but this one was, this one was very much like I take a shot, you take a shot kind of a contest. Mm -hmm. of, uh, and so for that reason, I just brought up Raiders of the Lost Ark to me. Let's start it. Let's start it. With that, especially because the person that Wacko was playing against was enormously fat, and um, the person in Raiders of the Lost Ark is is pretty big as well. I don't know if that's that person is a girl or a guy. Actually, now that I think about it, do you know Kelly? Do you know? <laughs> you know the person? I I think it's a guy. I think it's a guy. I always thought it was, <laughs> might, I kind of thought it might have been a woman when I was a kid, but I just don't know. Yeah, I don't. I remember. Having that discussion, discussion before, yeah, kid, like we were like, like, just look at it and go, is that a girl or a guy? Like we don't know. I think we decided it probably was a guy. <laughs> yes, probably. But anyway, so yes, a very funny episode. Uh, Nathan Kelly, what are your what are your some of your uh, favorite moments in this particular episode? Oh, I have one. Go, go Kelly. Besides how Spielbergian, yes, I've always loved when they go, "All is strange and vague. Are <laughs> we dead or is this Ohio?" <laughs> yes. All is strange and vague. Are we dead? Or is this Ohio? You're not dead, but if you must stay with your brother, then Appendix 3 contains a clause allowing the carrier, that's me, to play you in the life or death game of chess. Chess is unknown to us. We prefer checkers. Yes, and yeah, there's a there's a few different, uh, you know, uh, things going on there with references. They're, they're of course... Facing two different directions. Uh, this is in reference to uh, Ingmar, Ingmar Bergman's film uh, Persona from 1966, who did this kind of camera angle thing with one person talking uh, forward, the other person going to the side. And of course, the entire episode was a reference to Ingmar Bergman's movie The Seventh Seal, which starred, uh, well, I'm forgetting his, his name. Oh, Max Boncito. Uh, who plays uh, Lor Santeca okay. in The um, Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Without the Jedi, there can be no balance in the Force. Well, because of you, now we have a chance. The General's been after this for a long time. But the General? To me, she's royalty. I yeah. knew that. Yeah, and he plays the Exorcist, too. I'll show you the dark side. I don't think we were talking before the show. None of us have actually seen the seventh seal. Mm. I took the time to, to invest two minutes online to watch the trailer, <laughs> which gave me kind of like, okay, good. It was two minutes of, of, uh, art for me. I mean, I've seen mm -hmm. bogus journey. So that's, that's like, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We were, yeah. The, the, in Bill and Ted's bogus journey, they do something very similar in, uh, of course, in the seventh seal, uh, Max von Cito is playing chess with, the Grim Reaper or death um, for his life. Mm -hmm. And in Bill and Ted's bogus journey, they not, they, I think they say it's been years since I've seen the, mm -hmm. the movie, but I'm pretty sure they too. say that we don't know how to play chess or something like that. Or J seven. Hit. 
are hit. You have sunk my better ship. Excellent! Yeah! They have to choose the I game. I think they can choose what game they want. That's it. They have to choose they the say, game. They say chess is unknown to us. We prefer checkers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Animaniacs. Yes. The Warner Brothers. Which, by fun. the way, checkers is still hard. I remember trying to play that with my uncle as a kid and just, like, he would not show any mercy and just, like, beat me each time. Yeah. I'm well, terrible you deserve at checkers. It. Well, yes. I'm actually, I, I don't even know how to play chess. Nathan knows how to play chess. Yeah. You it's easy. To, well, I, I feel really dumb because kids at my school. <laughs> you just have to know how the pieces how move play. and then you just randomly move them. <laughs> randomly, you just randomly. See what All you do is take down the other person's king. Oh. It's that simple. Oh. Just like knock it over? Yeah. Just like reach over if and just knock it over? the other person's king falls over, you win. What if it just blow really hard? Like, yeah, I think that works too. Just, <laughs> ah, there you go. It's a blowing contest. <laughs> well, then it sounds like fun. <laughs> so I'm into chess now. Okay. Well, anyway, so some some nice artsy film uh, references right there with Ingmar Bergman. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to check those out. Uh, and of course, we have the you know Dot and Yakko uh, start kind of doing this kind of shadow boxing kind yeah, of thing well, with I one mean, another, which uh, again is apparently another reference to things that uh, the Marx Brothers would do, specifically uh, Chico and Harpo. Uh, would kind of do it every now and then to get into little fake fights. So references right there, references to famous people, Merv Griffin, uh, who is, who could be in death <laughs> in that land right now because he is dead now. Yeah, that's and, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Crispin Glover, of course, who was a uh, hey, Crispin Glover, which mm-hmm. I always love how he said that. But uh, he's uh, he plays George McFly in the original Back to the Future. Yeah, he was also the creepy guy in uh, Charlie's Angels. The uh, that's true, creepy so that's, guy. That's kind of another loose, loosely phrased Spielberg reference. Oh, what's that? It's oh, of course, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, Back to the future of course. Yes, Spielberg. Yeah, he, Spielberg. he was executive producer. <laughs> there you go. Duh. I see. I was thinking Charlie's. <laughs> I was thinking Charlie's Angels. I already moved on <laughs> to Kristen no, Glover's films. When he was playing that guy in uh, Charlie's Angels, he was he was trying to be like Spielberg. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. No one can be like Spielberg. Yeah, I know. No. There can be only one. <laughs> there can be only one. Now we're doing Highlander references, too. This is weird. Okay, so... <laughs> Very strange. We're all, we're all over the place. <laughs> and, of course, the, uh, death is holding up, like, Robert's Rules of Death, which is... Uh, which I looked at that, and I had no idea why it's called Robert's Rules of Death. But mm-hmm. I guess there's a uh, Robert's Rules of Order, which is a kind of a, a book about talking about parliamentary etiquette, which I had no idea what that was before i did i used to work at a bookstore well there you go (laughs) does that does it just talk about manners or what does it talk about um actually i always thought it was about like business okay meetings and and how to kind of run meetings honestly i I never read it so i I don't know yeah well that makes sense if it says in the reference guide right here it says parliamentary order so i guess that makes sense right there um, I really liked how everyone was speaking Swedish. The, yes. the, all the the voices at the beginning of the uh, episode. Mm. Yes, all the all the <laughs> voice actors doing the thing. I also like the the part where he said that he, he has to. The, there's a Swedish guy in the in the uh, in the crowd with really weird glasses on mm-hmm. who says, "Better go. Got to head the life export some iron ore." 
Um, obviously that must be one of Sweden's only exports. That and like Volvos. I just had, <laughs> yes, I just had flashbacks to looking, like having to do reports on different countries as a kid. And they always give you that almanac and yeah. you have to like, look, what are its exports? What are the things? So apparently Sweden, iron ore. I mm-hmm. learned something today. <laughs> yeah. There's someone betting their Volvo on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, Sven, you can do it. I bet my Volvo on you. No Ikea jokes at the, in this one though. So yes. <laughs> too early. Now the whole flipping of the, of the chessboard around. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me. Well, I, did you, yeah, you were actually no chess or checkers. Or, well, yeah, but I'm just saying like they flipped it around twice. So they could have just won the game without cheating. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's why that's, they, they even told them the move to make. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Uh, so, oh, whatever you're going to say, though. <laughs> well, anyway, the that that was kind of, a, I think, a, a joke I had seen in some old cartoon. I just don't know what it was. I'm assuming it's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But it was cool. That was a cute I was dad. thinking uh, Princess Bride, but. Yes, <laughs> it had de- definitely <laughs> elements of the Princess Bride as well. Inconceivable. <laughs> You've given everything away. I know where the poison is. Then make your choice. I will, and I choose. What in the world can that be? What? Where? I don't see anything. Oh, well, I, I could have sworn I saw something. I, no matter. <laughs> What's so funny? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. What were some other moments that we just thought were kind of cute? I personally just love the voice of Death. Yeah. And I loved them calling him daddy and, and just da- or, or yakko is going daddy <laughs> that means we'll all be like a family can we call you daddy hey pop can we stay up past 10 can we watch the adult channel hello nurse don't call me daddy and try and maintain the proper attitude of fear and respect due to me by regulations at least tremble a little oh come on lighten up daddy take us for a pony ride Pony ride, pony ride, pony ride. So, trying to be as annoying as possible. Yes, I liked his expressions too. I, I thought I liked the animation in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they, and and his eyes changed color a few times too, depending on what was going on with him. Um, he kind of, he just kind of had this. Um, he kind of looked like a skeleton, but almost looked like Skeletor as well, or hmm. something. I, I thought it was just me. No, I saw that. <laughs> he kind of looked like specifically Skeletor in the Masters oh. of the Universe movie. In fact, not even necessarily the the cartoon. But yes, I kept, I was thinking Skeletor actually the second time I was watching it. Um, but it's a, a very cute episode. Lots of great gags. Is there any other uh, quick jokes that you guys could think of that that really kind of stood well, out? They reference Spielberg again at the end, like I said. Hey, were you guys serious about keeping us all together? There's more to life than just living, Wacko. There's loyalty, courage, and the bonds of love that bind a family together. That's right. It's not death we should fear, but a life poorly lived. For nothing is worse than squandering this most precious gift of our creator. Spielberg eats this stuff up. You're just kissing up to the boss. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they were talking about um, their creator. Yes. And then they said Spielberg eats this stuff up. And I, I was like, ah, ha, ha, I love it. <laughs> yeah overall a very good episode it was just a really cute um you know really seeing the animaniacs go into a situation where it seems dire and 
you know, the bad guy thinks that they, they won, you know, now everyone, now you are all dead. And mm-hmm. they go, okay, let's you turn this. You are all now living in pairs. And he puts kaput on their head. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just like how they just go, all right, we'll go with this. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll, we'll figure our way out and we're going to be extra annoying now. You thought we were annoying before, but now we're really yeah, going to be we're, annoying. Yeah. And we're really going to, we, we love to be with you, you know. So That's I, the best thing. I thought that was cute. I love, uh, how bored Wacko gets with death. Pretty boring. I've already hummed all the songs I know. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of stares. He's, I just love yeah. how Yakko, Yakko and Dot are just kind of uh, just moving around, acting crazy. And uh, I guess since Wacko is it, not only is he very full still, but he he just he's, he's dead, dead so he just can't really move that much. But well, I mean, he's still funny. Plus, yeah, Jess Harnell would just have to do so much if he was doing Death and Wacko kind of thing. Oh, he was doing Death's voice too. Yeah. Oh. So that's why he's oh, such cool. a. Well, there you go. I was I was wondering why. I was like, why is Wacko not talking more? And who is doing <laughs> death? Because he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, there but, you go. Well, very cool. Let's go ahead and move on to our kind of, I guess you could say, middle little joining part thing, which was Dot's Poetry Corner. So this is uh, our first Dot's Poetry Corner mm-hmm. of going through the series. And she's talking about Little Miss Tuffet and what a big Tuffet she had. And, you know, don't feel, you know, you'd feel if you have bad self-esteem, just sit next to her and you'll be like, well, I don't feel that bad right now because mm-hmm. got, she got a big Tuffet. In other words, her butt is big. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and Dot shows that off by by blowing up her butt at one point <laughs> with her cartoon powers and everything so a, a, a cute little uh dots poetry corner yeah what it was a guys, nice little filler what do you guys think about dots poetry corner in, in general i mean i know there's quite a few of them throughout the series do you do you like these segments or not or what do you think yeah they're usually okay yeah i enjoy them well. i always feel like snapping at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> i think we're ready to move on to our third i guess you could say third although it's kind of our second well, whatever it is, it is it's... our last segment of this episode. Yes. So our second segment is called A Moving Experience. And A Moving Experience was written by Peter Hastings, and it was directed by Rusty Mills and Dave Marshall. Nathan, what can you tell us? What goes on in this uh, cartoon? Well, this cartoon features the hip hippos. Um they're in the jungle, but they realize they're not as hip as the hippos should be, I guess. Yeah. They're falling behind in the trends, so they're going to move to the city. Uh, there's also a uh, someone watching them, a Gina embryo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's studying the hippos, and she doesn't want them to move to the city, the city so she uh, convinces them to move back to the jungle. Their jungle home is the perfect place to live. They agree. They take their jungle home to the city, and that's the episode, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. So, it, it, in some ways, this, this is uh, this is our first. Well, it's not our first introduction to the hippos. We saw them before when they were made quit. They're already in the city in the other episode. Yes. So this is like a prequel. This is our prequel to the hip hippos. Yes. Um. Overall, what do you you know? This is a it's a cute cartoon. I, I'm not a I'm never a huge fan of the hip hippos, but uh, mm-hmm. Nathan, what did you think about this cartoon? I, I enjoyed it. I think I liked it more than the other one, even though the other one had 
song to it. I think I like the story more on this one. Mm-hmm. But um, joke-wise, there was some funny jokes, but it, it's... I thought the Gina embryo was pretty funny. Mm, I thought that yeah, she her was character. Like, I I want to see her again. Yeah, she was just like, okay, there's nothing you like here. Goodbye, go away. Uh, <laughs> and just try to push them out the door each time. Like, go back to the jungle. There's nothing in the city. Sorry, the city's awful. Nothing available. Go back where you came from, the jungle. That's where you should live. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of cute. She's, she's a parody of Joan Embry. Yeah, Joan Embry from so. the San Diego Zoo. Do you remember seeing Joan Embry on The Tonight Show when you were a kid at all, Kelly? No. I stayed up. I wasn't allowed to stay up that late. I stayed up late sometimes, and I mm. saw Johnny Carson and Joan Embry uh, every now and then. So, <laughs> it was, yeah, and Joan Embry I always thought was, like, cool because it was just this blonde woman who'd come out with all these awesome animals and – um, yeah, I wouldn't see her that often, but, uh, I, I always liked seeing those animal segments on, I still do. Like whenever there's like, uh, Conan O'Brien or whomever I'm watching, if, if I know their animal is going to be on the show, I'm like, oh, I'm staying tuned for this one because <laughs> these are always good. <laughs> yeah. Just like bloopers. It's just watch, like watching <clears throat> bloopers. When yeah. You, you never know what the animal is going to do. Uh, so, so yes, yeah, so Gina Embryo, a funny character. Uh, Kelly, what do you think? Any uh, thing that stands out that you liked about the this hip hippos cartoon? Nothing that really stood out. Um, I I did like the character of Jean Embryo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked her voice, mm-hmm. and um, she was a very dynamic char- character. And I uh, I thought it was really neat when they went through and I guess they were flying overhead and and pointing out some of the landmarks in the city because kids who hadn't, you know, been to New York wouldn't know that those places were there. But of course, then they also saw the world trade centers, which at the time of the cartoon was there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was what, like eight years later, um, when, Just, yeah. uh, when they were yeah. destroyed. But, um, the, uh, it, it gives another little like historical reference to, mm-hmm. to the buildings there. And it's, um, you know, kids can learn a little bit about it. Um, you know, uh, what is that mommy? And then they, they find out what happened. And, yeah. Um, the Guggenheim museum, I think was pointed out too, which is a really significantly, you know, significant architectural, um, styled building. Yes. And I can't, I thought there were three that they, they mentioned. Um, I can't remember the other one, but I, I like that. I, I, you know, as I've said before, I like anything that's, you know, will spark some interest in, in kids watching. It's like, oh, I, you know, I heard that on the Animaniacs. Guggenheim. I know what that is now. Yes. The, it, it was the, uh, the World Trade Center was the World Trend Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had yeah. sunglasses That's on right. it. Yeah. And then of course. I saw the sunglasses. I didn't, I, I was watching it on my phone, so I, I didn't hear it so yeah. well. And then the Guggenheim was the Guggen hip. Okay. And, and the, and then the third thing was the, the Banana Republic. And they uh, said Banana Republican. Yes, the Banana Republican. I did Republican. hear that. I, I thought they actually said Guggenheim. That's what I get for trying to watch it on my phone. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, one one reference that kind of – that was a another kind of weird little play on words was uh, they're drinking Pellegrino – or actually not Pellegrino water, but Pellegringo water. Uh, so I guess it's kind of a slip in the word gringo into – into the water thing? Yeah, I guess. I drink too much of Pellegringo water. I'm too white. I don't know how they get all this money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it is kind of funny that Joan Embry wants to put them back in their natural habitat of the jungle. But the fact is their their natural habitat is completely like they 
they have this huge resort. <laughs> yeah, they're you know they're playing badminton or whatever at the beginning or tennis. Yes. Or... This is much more natural. Go back into that <laughs> to yeah. the jungle. Uh, but yeah, I did like the and, and little things like you know the the. the the trashy neighbors were the rhinos who were mm-hmm. just kind of like in their trailer right outside their, their thing. So I could see it, it just kind of had cute little uh, things. Of course, it did have a cameo in it as well. Yeah. Rita and Runt at one point run through. Which I thought I was like, oh, the Animaniacs. I, exactly. I thought <laughs> I heard the music of the Animaniacs, but, uh, and then I looked up and I saw a, a foot that wasn't. Dot's foot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was Rita. So yes, Rita and Runch go into different music, but still do have cameo. There, there. Uh, Mindy and Buttons were in the first cartoon too. That's true. Actually. We forgot the we forgot Mindy's uh, Mindy and Buttons cameo. The very beginning, you could see him. <laughs> so we had some cameos in this particular the full things, which was kind of which is always good to see. It's, yeah, they're always going to be in there uh, in these cartoons. So overall, a uh, cute. Hip Hippo's cartoon. Yeah. Nothing bad about it, but nothing much more to say about it. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like the scene where she became a retailer. Yeah. That was kind of pushing the retailer. Yeah. The, the, is that what they call them? Retailers? I don't know. No, they're not called retailers. They're uh, a retailer works at a retail yes. shop. This is a, this is a home real, realtor, Nathan. Realtor. Real, realtor. A real, Taylor. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, that was that was cute. But anyway. Okay. Well let's go ahead and I guess with that, we gotta go to our water tower rating. So Nathan, let's start with you first. What would you give this episode out of five water towers? Um, I'm going to go with, mm, I'll say three and a half. Three and a half. I, Why is that? I really enjoyed, uh, the, uh, meatballs and consequences. Uh, was, that pretty much carries the whole episode. I felt like the, mm-hmm. uh, hip hippos was not bad and the dots poetry wasn't bad. I didn't find it <laughs> like funny, but, uh, yeah, meatballs <laughs> and consequences just hilarious. And then the rest was watchable for sure. All right. I like big tufts and I cannot lie. No, hey, no, there no. you go. <laughs> she, if she's saying that instead, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. And Kelly, what about you? Five. Five, five. water towers. Because and- two Spielberg references and it's funny. It, I, I liked the, like I said, I liked the animation. I liked the, the script was great. Lots of funny jokes and I just loved it. It's always been one of my favorites. Very cool. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with four just because I, I really did love meatballs or consequences. Um, saw it quite a few times and it still made me laugh each and every time. There's quite a few gags that we didn't even get to, uh, mm-hmm. that are just really funny. And, uh, and yeah, like Kelly said, there's lots of cool Spielberg references as well. Uh, the hip hippos, if I were to grade the entire episode, I would say, yeah, that kind of put down, like, that's what kept it, kept it. From being a five star, yeah, in my I mean, it's like a three the hippos, or I don't know. What would you give just the hippos? <laughs> if I were just to grade the episode, if it was just the hip hippos, yeah, uh, two and a half. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so, that's probably that. Yeah, so but I'll give it four just because meatballs or consequences was so good that uh, the, the hip hippos couldn't really hurt the average that much. So with that, let's go ahead and go to. 
our announcer and our poll results from last week. It's time again for the Animated Cast Twitter poll results. I am coming to you live from Pankhop Palace, where I am enjoying a lovely dinner. Excuse me there, sir. What, what is it you are enjoying? I wonder what the surprise is. Oh, well, uh, I think I'll just stick to my soup. <laughs> I love it. Listeners were asked, which of these is your favorite tower escape? Hashtag Animaniacast poll. With 25%, listeners said, the clown hot air balloon. 32% said, it was floating in a bubble. But 43% said their favorite was shot out of a cannon. Kaboom! So there you have it. I'll see you next week with the results of uh, this week's poll. But right now it's time for the final course. I hear it's real brain food. I can't wait. So long! Okay, well, that is interesting. I hope the announcer is having fun over there, having dinner. Sounds enjoyable, I guess. Now, what the heck was going on right there? Did you fill up the plane with gas or what? I I, I, I played the fifth. I thought you liked the announcer, Nathan. Hey, I love the announcer, but I'm the only hope to take down the announcer. Okay. (laughs) You just have, you you have like. It's a very, I'm I'm You have a complex relationship with this guy. Yeah. But I love him. I love him. I love him to death. Oh, no. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and go over uh, what we thought was the best tower escape shot shot out of a cannon floating in a bubble or the clown hot air balloon. Nathan, what what do you think? Um, I voted for shooting out of a cannon. Why do you like that? Oh, I just love the music and uh, the costumes and everything. Okay. And Kelly, what about you? I like the clown balloon. Okay. Why do you like the clown balloon? I just thought it was fun. It was it was cute and colorful and just like interesting to watch. Yeah. I I I'm going to go with clown hot air balloon as well. And for the reason, well, kind of what Kelly said, it was kind of cool to see. I like how I just like the animation how it kind of pops out and I thought that looked cool and I just think uh, Wacko, even though he is very scared of clowns, as we'll see later, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's so happy. He, bring, he gets that little fan out and blows it. It just looks like they all look so happy in that general one and has kind of a balance, I think, of the the two. Shot out of cannons, nice and exciting. The bubble is nice and relaxing. And this one is kind of uh, exciting and kind of relaxing at the same time. So yeah. there you go. The best of both worlds for me. Okay, let's go ahead and get to the poll question for this week. Um, we have seen four different Pinky in the Brain cartoons oh, wow. so far in our run. So we're going to say, what is your favorite Pinky in the Brain cartoon so far? Oh, yeah. Uh, or at least of these four. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the choices are Win Big, Win or Where Rodents Dare. Battle for the Planet, and Pavlov's Mice. So go ahead and head over to twitter.com slash Animaniacast, or simply search for the hashtag AnimaniacastPoll, and you will be able to make your voice heard. Okay, should be an interesting poll. Well, let's go ahead and get right over to some contact information right now, so people can 
harass you online. So Nathan, let's start with you. <laughs> Where could people go? Not to harass you, of course, but well, to yeah, say don't hi. Ha- Stop harassing me, guys. <laughs> come on. They never even started, but or, well, yeah, <laughs> but still, come on, guys. Uh, it's Boba Fett. Uh, it's pronounced, pronounced Boba Fett. It's spelled Jangoft or Jangoft. So once again, <laughs> at, at spelled Twitter. Yes. So spelled Jango. Yeah. J A N G O F T. Yes. But pronounced. Boba Fett. Yeah, you got to pronounce it Boba Fett. Oh, you have is that like Swedish writing? Is that what that's called? Oh, maybe, on? I don't know. It feels like IKEA or something. Hey, I got I got <laughs> some chaliced Boba Fett thing. I got to It's true. For a reason. <laughs> you know, you could paint that Boba Fett chalice and make it look like Jango Fett and that way you could still say that's it's a good Jango idea. Fett. I might do that. Okay. okay so there we'll we find out next week. Be a lot less confusing. <laughs> and Kelly, what about you? I can be reached at Yoda Princess at Twitter, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at BigShinyRobot.com. Okay, and of course, we are a proud member of the RetroZap family, so you can get in contact with us by simply emailing us, AnimatingCast at RetroZap.com, and we're also on Facebook and on Twitter, and, uh, you know... Speaking of, you know, all the RetroZap things, if you go to RetroZap.com slash Animaniacast, you can see a full listing of all the different episodes that we've done. Pretty cool, huh, Nathan? Mm, I like that. And plus, while you're there, if you want to read some stuff, you can read some articles by some of our cool writers that we have. Plus, there's a, a lot of fantastic podcasts on the podcast network, such as Bruise and Blasters, Skywalking Through Neverland, uh, we have uh, re- Techno Retro Dads, Blob of the Hut. The list goes on and on and on, and I don't have enough time to read them all. So there we go. So check it out at RetroZap.com. And with that, I think we're all ready to wrap up this week's episode. Yeah. Um, should they join us for next week? Do oh, we yes. Tell them what- Let's tell them what's going on next week. Join us next week for episode 20, which is... This is going to be a little weird for you listeners out there. If you're watching on Netflix, you're going to skip to episode 21. Because the true episode 20 is Hearts of Twilight and the Boyds. Yes. Hearts of Twilight is next week. So make sure that... I love Hearts of Twilight. (laughs) So there you go. So, again, Netflix user, this is your disclaimer... You skip to episode 21, which is truly episode 20 in the original run. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, it, it was, we had a big... Just, just watch the next two episodes yeah, and wait two next... weeks and yeah. uh, listen to both of them in a row. Yeah, be ready. Just just watch, in fact, you can watch every Animaniacs episode. We're not going to restrict you. So yeah, just whatever. watch all the Animaniacs episodes. Have fun with that. Well, with that, for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. We accept. To accept is to yield. To yield is to allow oncoming traffic the right of way. Your breath is like the breeze off a landfill. Food particles are wedged between your teeth.